G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. COVID-19 continues to wreak havoc around the world. Lives are being lost and the economic fallout from coronavirus is not just being felt in the West, but poorer nations are arguably worst affected where there's no robust health system offering care. Let's get some insight into what's happening on the ground in poorer nations. Claire Steele is CEO at Compassion Australia and Compassion Australia, more than 80,000 Australians sponsor a child through Compassion. It really is a wonderful organisation. Claire, welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Lovely to be with you today. Claire, for many nations, the crisis is just devastating. What are your feelings right now as things start to spread around the world? Coronavirus, it can't be contained in those those poorer nations. Yeah, that's right, Neil. It can't be contained. And also the social isolation and distancing that we've had in Australia is really hard to implement in poorer countries. Uh, we're seeing people isolate in their homes like they did in Australia, but a home might be a three-by-three-metre room for um, five to ten people. And it's also stopping people from going to their normal um, jobs. And so um, earning a salary is difficult as well at this time. And medical professionals predicting that the worst is yet to come for the developing world. Yeah, we don't know what's happening. Um, Testing's a lot lower than it is in Australia and um, it's hard to get figures. So we've seen some... um, families and children impacted by the virus Um, but at the moment it's really hard to know the extent to what it's impacting these countries. So the role of compassion in the nations that you're working in, you're helping to deliver medical supplies and hygiene kits, uh, those sorts of things to families and I imagine helping the family overall is the support that you give to children here. Yeah, that's what we're doing. So uh, like you said, we can't um, meet together in churches like we can't in Australia. And so our team members uh, in all the the churches around the world are going out to the children in their homes. They're checking the children are safe. They're providing food and water where they can. And then hygiene kits, checking that people are well um, and just helping them understand how they can um, prevent the virus from entering homes. Claire, paint a bit of a picture here for us. The the tensions that between what children are facing with poverty and the extra dimension of COVID nineteen. What's that meaning for children? And I, you know, imagine you know when we can talk about uh, food availability. And I know there are a lot of starving, but it's education and all sorts of dimensions. Paint us a little picture here. Yeah, I mean, every dimension of poverty. So we look at education, we look at food, we look at economic, we look at spiritual. All those dimensions have been impacted even further. And so children aren't getting educated. They're not getting food. Um, We're seeing figures such as 50 to 60 million people will enter extreme poverty after COVID. So um, all the the work that we have done on poverty in the last years and all, all the progress we've made is going to be turned back by the COVID virus. So in communities, particularly poorer nations, isolation is near impossible and communities 
uh, at the very least, uh, families are losing their source of income. And that is devastating when you don't have any sort of buffer as well. Exactly right. There's one lady from a project in Africa who said, I'm seeing people go out and stockpile food from my neighbourhood. I, I can't afford that. And then what we're seeing is prices rising because people are stockpiling. And so she then can't even afford the bare essentials. Well, here in Australia, we're seeing a few things lifted lockdown-wise, and they are also in other Western nations around the world, even though coronavirus is still rampant. But uh, we're starting to see those uh, those restrictions easing. But that's not the case in countries where you're working, Compassion? It just really varies. Uh, so like in Australia, I mean, our own states are easing at different rates. Throughout the world, we're seeing different countries ease at different rates. In general, most of the countries we work in are still locked down, but there are some easing in some countries. Okay. And does this mean that compassion development centres need to work a whole lot differently at this time? How have the adjustments needed to be made on the ground? Totally differently. Like churches in Australia have worked totally differently. So we've seen innovative responses. We've got 7,900 churches on the ground and they've all responded differently. We've seen some people collect plastic bottles so they can make um, basins in children's homes. We've seen one project worked out, work out how to make hand sanitizer and distribute it. We've seen um, people do WhatsApp church services for their families. So all different responses. And what's amazing is these churches are in these communities and so they know what's best for the children at this time. Now, I know that Compassion works in lots of countries all around the world. Name a few of those countries that you're seeing as being most affected at this time because I know that nations like India, there was a little while back you had to pull out a lot of your resources in India through certain issues, political issues there. But what sort of nations are your biggest focus right now? Every We're in 25 nations and they're all... Um, at a disaster relief stage. I mean, we've, you even see in the press at the moment, Ecuador and Brazil, they're fighting the virus hard at the moment. But then we're seeing Bangladesh. They had a cyclone come through as well. West Africa is also being ravaged by a locust pay, plague. Philippines had a cyclone, a typhoon through just recently. So we've got the virus and then we've got the other um, natural disasters occurring at the same time. Okay, well, churches here in Australia, uh, there a lot of churches support you as well as individuals. I mentioned at the beginning of our conversation something like 80,000 children uh, sponsored uh, through Compassion here in Australia. So there's obviously a big take-up of child sponsorship. What are your thoughts about the challenge that's ahead and what you'd hope individuals and churches might be able to do at this time? Yeah, there's a big challenge ahead. Um, we're looking at two to three years recovery. But I think what's really exciting for me, what I'm excited about is that this gives an opportunity for the church around the world to support churches in these countries. And so we can really um, demonstrate God's justice at this time. And so I think it's a chance for us to think generously how we can give, how we can pray, how we can use our time and resources to support our brothers and sisters around the world. And through the centres that you work with, and oftentimes you're working with partner churches, so if the churches can't meet, the churches haven't got access to the care arrangements that you arrange through them. Uh, there's a big challenge there, isn't there? Yeah, there is. But what's fantastic is the funds 
used for sponsorship are still going to the churches. So we're still able to get the funds into all the churches where the children are supported. So it just feels very much that God set this up so that there's a way that we can get help to these churches at the time. Your people on the ground, are they well equipped to be able to pass on the right advice to those who are in those developing countries? Uh, You know, hygiene measures and uh, staying healthy, washing hands, wearing masks. Is that part of the way that you'd be encouraging churches on the ground to be able to help people to deal with the crisis? Definitely. Each each country has a national office and they are providing the best information they can to churches so that they can provide the best medical care, the best hygiene advice and really working with them to see how we can contextualise response at the moment. Okay, let's talk about Compassion's Disaster Relief Fund. Uh, You are asking for people to donate because as we said at the beginning of our conversation, things are going to get worse Uh, What is your thought here for for how you'd like supporters of Compassion uh, to get behind this latest appeal? Yeah, our appeal is called We Rise As One and I'm excited about it because it's the first global campaign Compassion has ever done. All our countries around the world are participating and we're looking at over 2 million Christians supporting this fund. It's to really enable the churches on the ground to deliver the resources that their children need to provide food, to provide water, to provide medical care. And so I'd just like to ask our supporters to consider if this is some way they can be involved at this time. Okay, it's called Rise as One. And no doubt those listening to our conversation today who are sponsors of children through Compassion Australia are going to be uh, really thinking carefully about how they can support that campaign. And uh, obviously you'd like a few new friends as well, people who've never sponsored a child, never made a gift to Compassion. Uh, This is an opportunity to turn over a new leaf and start. Thanks, Neil. That would be wonderful. I'd really like to ask Christians throughout Australia to consider how we can support the church overseas. And is this a time that you can consider helping a child in poverty through a one-off gift to the Disaster Fund? Okay, it's called Rise as One. And to make a donation and support those children that are being supported by Compassion, compassion.com.au forward slash rise. That's compassion.com.au forward slash rise. And uh, thanks so much to Claire Steele, the CEO at Compassion Australia. Claire, uh, thanks for being with us today on 2020. Thank you so much, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.